Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this edition of the Empowered Hour with Empowered Living Inc. My name is Athena. And also we have Renata. <laughs> She's so nervous. Oh my gosh, Renata. Oh, can't wait till we get I, I just person. I wasn't prepared for that Vanna White uh introduction. <laughs> Well, you know, I kind of switched split it up, you know, because it depends on how great of a Monday I have and how energetic I come. And, uh, you know, okay. since we had such a powerful weekend, you know, uh, Friday we hosted a uh, collaborative session. For anybody who didn't know, we were part of the Future Is Now conference that went on from Monday to Friday. I was going to say Saturday, but no, Friday to Saturday. And, and our lovely Renata, she got to do a couple things. She got to be on a panel, and she got to, you know, facilitate. I mean, I, I helped a little, but, you know, she's the brains behind the operation. I'm just the, the Vanna White of the situation. That's why I came Vanna White today, because I'm the Vanna White. I was kind of like, turn the numbers for you as you present them, you know? That's oh, why they okay. wore the letters, excuse me. <laughs> so, I mean, if, if you guys have been, if you missed the Future Is Now conference, you missed a very powerful, very educational, very um, eye-opening uh, conference. And conference, it, yeah. I, yeah, I feel like it, it, they probably will do it again. I'm pretty sure they'll do it again. Um, they'll probably be in a different capacity. But if you missed it, you missed a good thing. There, I mean, if you go to our, uh, maybe Facebook, I should see if it's still on Facebook, but even if not, if you look for the Future Is Now Conference 2021, you may be able to see the people who spoke and maybe follow those people because all of those people still have some very good points, good things to say. They're still doing good things in the community constantly. So it's not like you can't uh, follow these people and, and get some more information because, you know, um, you know, Mr. Value is still sharing his value-based living, uh, you know, uh, Lexi's still talking about financial health, you know, and wealth management. So, and Lady Jane's still speaking on, you know, her group, her platform as well. So there's so many people who are still doing great work. So I still say, check out, just Google it. Even if you don't want to go to our Facebook page, just Google the Futures Now Conference 20. 21, and you should still be able to see the lineup of people who were teaching and giving nuggets and maybe follow these people on social media platforms so that you can continue to get this information all year long, including us. I mean, definitely if you have not started following Empower Living, please do so because we are in the work of a, a lovely book that is so close to being done. We're so close. We can taste it. Um, <laughs> so we will need all of y'all support because we put a lot of thought and in, in sweat and blood and tears into this. So we need y'all to buy this book. Uh, so, and we will have an early bird special. So stay tuned for when that is because it's not going to last long in the early bird special. Uh, regular retail will be at least $30. Uh, but we will work out all those details soon enough. So please. Follow us, like, share, subscribe to our uh, – follow us. Just follow us so you get dings anytime we go live, anytime we do anything, so you'll know um, what's up. So, yay. So exciting. <laughs> Just so happy to be here. That was so lovely. 
I know. Thank you. Thank you. No, I'm working on my speaking voice. <laughs> no, it, it was definitely an honor to, to be able to do the conference. So, um, I just need to autograph. Can I autograph? Some great things going on. on. And uh, like Athena said, definitely go to the website and get some information about the, the various presenters that were there. So. Don't be ignoring me. I said I want to autograph. I want you to make it out to me. To the lovely goddess Athena. Okay. That would be so nice. <laughs> With a purple pen. So anyway, how, how was the rest of the week? You know, same old, same old. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. I'm actually sitting down and uh, crafting a little bit. So proud of myself. Made a couple more pair of earrings. Pretty soon I'll have 10. Already made. That would be great. So we're not going to stay off me about not creating things. So I'm... I'm 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 fitting to do it, you know. Can't buy a cricket and not use it, you know. Three hundred plus dollar commitment only did a test page, so I got to get that out. Got to make something. But I did see something that I think you would enjoy. That I think we should uh, try to make uh, even for yourself. I I don't know if you want me to say it on air, but it's really cute. Uh, which well, Kayla said you can get a clear shower curtain at Target for pretty inexpensive, but to actually click it oh, I that was on there. Well, the, the the crystal clear one, the but the, I wanted to oh. do a heavy duty one because I wanted to be a little bit heavier because this person did like a turtle seascape with their cricket uh, with on a shower curtain, but you know how we were trying to find like. Black history theme stuff, and you found your shower curtain, and you, you know you finally found the one you wanted. But to actually design one that you want, this person did it with a clear shower curtain, and they printed out like all these images on their Cricut, and they put it on with the vinyl. And I was like, oh, that is a great idea. Create what you want. You know, you can't always find what you want. You got to create it. So I have to find it. It's really cute. But, anyway, but how was your week after your powerful uh, paneling and your teaching of cleaning out the closet, which is available anytime for anybody who wants to get that virtual workshop taught at their group function, sister circle, church event. We are available for that. But how was your week? <laughs> My week was good. Was um, it? Was it? Up there and hopefully it was helpful for people. Uh, hopefully there were some gems that were taken that can be utilized in the future. So, so it was a good week. Yeah. I could say, like I said, every time you've ever taught that workshop, I always it always comes at a time in my life where I need to be reminded that I have to get rid of this <laughs> emotional baggage. And I learn every time from the workshop. So well, it's definitely I'm glad you did. worthwhile. Yeah, I learn every time, and I learn to get my shiznit back together. It so, oh yeah. So, so and how was your Valentine's Girl, let me just talk about that. But <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I thought my Valentine's Day was pretty good. We took dude to to the museum because uh, I just so happened to get some 
free tickets to Jimmyville. So, you know, you got to take them. And we went early. It was still slightly more crowded than I appreciated, but because we went early enough, it wasn't too bad. And because I'm a little bit of a germaphobe now, um, I carried some, my pocket-sized microband and some wipes. So every time he looked like he was about to touch something, I wiped it off first. Uh, he was sick of me, but it's all good. You know, he's still safe. I'm, I'm safe. We safe. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> with two-year-olds, they tell you not to put masks on two-year-olds. So you always, I'm trying to, you know, be mindful of the germs that are around and prevent him from as many germs as possible. Because he goes to daycare. Heck, daycares are full of germs. Because kids are always sharing and giving and bringing and just snotting and just nasty. Kids are just nasty. But I try to keep them as safe as possible because if he's sick, then I'll be sick. And mama's sick, everybody be sick. So, you know, we was the extra one with the sprays and the wipes. But it was what it was. But he had a good time for his first time, and that's all that matters. I guess he's my Valentine's for the year. <laughs> One day I'll give me a real Valentine, you know, a grown man who could do some things for me. Oh, oh my but anyway. God. I can't wait. That was your Valentine. Super fun. It was fun. It was fun. I, 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 I spent it with my family. <laughs> Hung out with some friends over the, on Saturday. Mhm, mhm. I hear you. Mhm, mm-hmm. I hear you. <laughs> Some friends, friends or family, family or friends. Mhm, mhm. <laughs> so, Athena, hey. you know, what are we talking about today? Ah, uh, well, I know we 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 had a couple things on our minds. Um, it was some. I know we talked about you know touching on Black History again because it is Black History Month, and I feel like. Um, we don't get enough black history in our day to day, unless, I mean, more people, I can say more people are definitely on black history. I commend those stores who are actually starting to embrace black history. I know it's because they know the black dollar is powerful, so they like, let me just run on and get this black history in here for a few minutes and get this money. I know that's what it is, but I appreciate them trying, at least finally after decades, but I think we we're going to talk about a couple things, so I guess we could start with Black History and work to the other stuff, um, okay. you know, because we had a discussion for everybody uh, about how <laughs> I, I, I don't feel like we've progressed that much. I know we talked about this a couple weeks ago, too, but stuff just keeps coming up, and that's why I say off social media, because I just see... Like, really? And I even made a comment that this young lady set us back <laughs> pretty far <laughs> with her shenanigans. And I need to look and see what's up with her now. I mean, last week, I know the Gorilla Glue girl, <laughs> she, there's all kinds of stories coming out about she got to go fund me because people are, um, she wants people to support her in trying to figure out ways to get this stuff out of her head. I don't know what it's up to. I know when I looked last week, because I've been trying not to look, but when I looked last week, it was like a couple thousand dollars, like people were donating. I'm like, y'all really supporting her through this dumb stuff. Um, and then uh, I saw another art, something last week, too, that said 
she was suing the company. Um, she was going to sue the company. I, I hope and pray that this was a lie. I need to look and see if I can find anything on it. But if she really legit is suing a company because she put some on her head that clearly was not in the hair section, I am going to say it again. She has set us back real far because I don't even understand why. What? How can you just get? <laughs> I just, I just don't understand. Like if you go to the hardware section and you pick up something in the hardware section that's nowhere near your hair stuff, because she can't even say somebody probably accidentally put it in that section. No. And if you only see one. And you know clearly that it's not for that. I mean, I just don't understand why she. I hope she didn't say she was suing for real. Like, I hope that was just like one of them fake news things. But I just think it's funny that this story bothers you so much. Because <laughs> I'm just like this little girl, I, and I and I think it's maybe because I'm upset, and it bothers me because this generation of ch- children or young adults, or because I'm just like, I've run into more and more youth who don't have the simplest thing called deductive reasoning. I know common sense ain't common. That's why I ain't say common sense. But back when we was younger, I know for a fact they taught us repeatedly deductive reasoning. In ISTEP, they give you a scenario. Even in the classroom, they give you a scenario. If Timmy has $4, you know, and he goes to the store and he tries to buy this, this, and this for these prices using deductive reasoning. Which one could he buy if you include tax? You know, these are the questions they gave us constantly. And I'm so curious, like, did they stop teaching that? Because some of the stuff that some of these youth do nowadays, I'm just like, okay. Did you really but, think that this was going to fly? But I think you can have the same argument for every generation. So, I mean, I understand your frustration. Do I think that this is a setback? No. I think people do things that just don't make sense all the time. Um, all of us do stuff that don't make sense. <laughs> like, I, I don't think it's, it's not exclusive to her. I think all of us do it. It's just a matter of, you know, it's just men at all. But this publicly it. you did it? Like, you out here broadcasting that you do this, like, and I do something real stupid. I kind of keep that to myself. I'm like, dang, let me figure out how to get this fixed. But she well, also. I mean, but I guess. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. That's all. That's all okay. <laughs> I think it just she just felt comfortable sharing, which is fine. And I guess the the nice part of her sharing is she, uh, she's getting assistance from other people instead of trying to figure this out by herself. Um, I mean, do I think it was probably not the best idea? Absolutely. Gorilla glue is not meant for hair. Um, but I mean, all of us have done <laughs> I think all of us have done stuff, especially when we were younger. We all did stuff or ate stuff or tried stuff that just didn't make sense. Like people using duct tape as a bra. People do that. People still do that. Well, you know, who? Well, 
don't know. I guess I just don't understand, like, why people think some things is okay. Like, and then I think where I have an issue is if she really is suing a company for that, it's kind of like, but you did that to yourself. It's kind of like, you know, like you said, with duct tape. If somebody uses duct tape on their scalp and you're going to sue the duct tape company because you snatched all your hair out, but that's not what duct tape is meant for. So now you're going to call all these companies because you don't sue to put all this extra stuff on the label, and people still do it. That's just like the TV show Jackass. 99% of the stuff they do on Jackass, nobody should do. They tell you don't do it. But still people out here do exactly what they tell you not to do because they want to try it and see. Now, do all those people do it on social media? Not really. Do all those people sue? I would go out on a limb and say probably not because they knew they weren't supposed to do it, but they still did it anyway. But I think that's the biggest problem I have because it's like, why are you suing somebody for something that you knew in the back of your mind? That little birdie whispered and said, hey, this ain't the smartest idea. Um, But you still did it anyway. Why would you do that? I think that's where my biggest problem comes. Because when people start suing, what happens? Prices go up, stuff becomes non-existent. And I, for one, enjoy Gorilla Glue because it's some good stuff. I Gorilla Glue some stuff together that needed to be Gorilla Glue together. I don't want her messing with my Gorilla Glue. <laughs> so if it ends up off the shelf, uh-huh. I'm coming after her. <laughs> so then I'll add, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, thanks show. Not a slave. <laughs> oh, yes. Things I haven't had to get that disclaimer on. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, it means that everybody who's ever listened to us knows that what I say does not reflect the whole entire living per se. It's not entire living thought. It's man. All me. So I take the blame. So I'll ask this. I get what you're saying. I'm not saying that I disagree. But just to kind of as an example, how many people have gotten into relationships that we all know were a bad idea? And, like, you know, no people with warnings about, hey, this is not a good idea to mess with me. But I think, I think most of us either know someone or we've been someone in a relationship that was a bad idea from the start. Let me just do Okay, so we're going to go take a – we're going to take a quick break real quick. And when we come back, I'm going to uh, adjust this question because, yeah, we'll just be right back. Cause you, you and this therapizing stuff takes us to a whole side. That ain't what that ain't what we talk about. We talk about products. We talk about relationships. So we'll, we'll be right I'm back. Just saying. <laughs> we, we we shall return for more of this food okay. from or not. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> we'll be right back. Have you subscribed yet to the free bi-monthly digital interactive ego magazine? No? Well, head on over to www.egoentertainmentnet.com to subscribe now. This magazine is all about supporting and showcasing excellence in communities everywhere. From music, arts and culture, relationships, education, politics, celebrities, food, and so much more. While you're flipping through the pages, just click on the buttons and social icons and you'll be taken to a whole other world behind the articles and ads. 
At Ego Entertainment, everyone is a star. There is something in it for everyone. And we hope you are positively impacted by what you see and will continue to support Ego Magazine. Track CBPD by Arulo. Uh, okay, so we're back. I got a chance to collect my thoughts. So Renata says, <clears throat> what about people who get in bad relationships? You can say the same thing. But uh, unhealthy. I'll say unhealthy. You get in unhealthy, unhealthy relationships. relationships. <laughs> yeah. I think it all goes back to the same thing. We all have a, a fixation with thinking we can fix something. And that we can fix people or fix situations. Just like the young lady with the gorilla group, she thought she could solve her problem of her hair by doing something that lasts long. And now it's permanently damaging her. I'm, it's got to be because it's chemicals and all up in that glue. Hey, I can't even stand it on my fingers too long, let alone in my scalp. So we all have this weird and I don't know if it's really a a clinical thing but then this desire that we want to fix things we have to mend something that's broken have to do a project we have to have uh our hands in something and that is detrimental because you know you don't you can't fix everything you can't fix everyone you can't fix all situations, especially can't do a quick fix for a lot of things because, you know, we think, oh, yeah, you know, this person has shown me who they are, but because I don't want to be alone or because I have this desire to try to change this person, I'm just going to stay. I can't say that I'm not guilty of it. can't say that I have uh, held on to relationships longer than I should have. Um, can't say that I haven't done it. Um, hell, I tried to mend relationships with family members, and the Lord Himself has said, "Girl, let that go." Um, and I said, like, but, "But they're family, you know." So we all have that, you know. We have that desire to be wanted. We have that desire to to be the person to say that we we did this. You know, we helped this person, which is, or we fixed the situation real quick. Like, is it hero syndrome, maybe? I don't know. But um, that's just my thought, because in the situations I've been in, it's like I've always been like, oh, well, you know, maybe if I show how good of a person I am, this person will come around. They won't mistreat me, even though they've mistreated me so many times in the past. And, uh, you know, but, and and I will say this, I've changed that crap real, real quick. Because I've learned, I think, from your cleaning out my closet workshop and a couple other things talked to my therapist that I cannot fix nothing but myself. <laughs> I'm the only person who I fix. And I need to start by cleaning out my own crap and not trying to, you know, figure out what I can do to fix or mend or repair things that have been shown to me that are already broken. Because this person over here or this situation over here was broke before I got to it. What am I going to do to fix 15, 20, 40 years of 
of crap if that person isn't even recognizing that it's crap that needs to be fixed. So that's just my synopsis, but it could be totally wrong because guess what? I'm not a therapist. I just uh, listen to y'all, you know, and have my own opinion. But so you you answer that one, Miss Madam Therapist. Well, I mean, that was just an example of, again, I get I get what you meant when you were saying this is not a wise choice that this young lady made. Um, and then not only did she make this choice that wasn't the wisest, she also kind of put herself out there on social media. And I think I think a lot of times we, we all do, we do a lot of the same behaviors. It just looks different. So just like, um, you know, Children throw tantrums. Adults throw tantrums too. They just they look a little different than for some people anyway. And I almost wish you could scream them. So I mean, adults who have some big tantrums. <laughs> but that's just an example of you know we all have our our moments where we don't we're not the brightest crayon in the box, and that's okay. You don't always have to be the brightest crayon in the box. We gotta have. The dark colors too. <laughs> Not to say dark so, colors are bad. So. <laughs> no, no. They're, I mean, you need them. <laughs> so they're not bad. Everybody can't be yellow, though. Mm-mm. Everybody can't be orange or lime green or chartreuse. You can't. You gotta. You gotta go it up. What's your favorite color? What's your favorite color? Uh, What's the, I thought it was another one. Citrine or something. Oh. Or highlighted yellow. What if, what if, like, really bright? So, but anyway, well, I'll remember it later. Um, but, I mean, I guess I shouldn't say she sent us back in history, but she definitely sent us a teeny bit back. Um. <laughs> That's giving her a whole lot of power. <laughs> Claire, she done went viral. She got millions of people who are paying attention to her right now. Like, millions. Even rappers. Like, I think I saw Chance the Rapper who was talking about, talking about you know, glad people supporting her through this. <clears throat> you know, talking about at first he laughed, but then he was like, wait, <laughs> this is like a serious situation. But she's got, she's got a lot of people's attention right now. So, that's why I say that because, yeah, especially people who are not of color, who are looking for a reason to uh, say something negative about us. That's why I say she sent us back because, you know, there's a lot of Karens and Beckys and, you know, what have you, not to say every Karen or every Becky, but there are a lot of people who have been labeled uh, racial bashers. Basically, they look for bad and in certain groups just to nitpick. And, you know, they have a field day with this. And that's why I say he set us back, because they are just talking about this is like the topic of everybody's show. And uh, I think I've seen all over social media everywhere. And I think a couple uh, – did the view pick it up? I mean, it's a few people who are talking about this. Um so then yeah. my argument would be this is also an example of community. When something happens to one, this is the village something. Something happens to one, the village steps in and tries to help in whatever capacity. Yes, there are going to be people in the village who 
are not positive and who have something to say, but there's always going to be people who got something to say. And then you got people who might poke fun at you, but they still can, you know, yeah, you fail. I'm going to laugh because you're okay, but I'm going to help you get up and get you back on track. So I can still see Granted, I also recognize that I tend to see the positive in almost everything. But I can see yes, the you positive. Yes, <laughs> such a bright light. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, you know, I, listen, I understand exactly what you're saying. I commend you for being that bright light. But I, on the other hand, in your game. <laughs> I always see with people, I'm not saying I always see the negative, but I always hear the negatives too. I, I see the positives, but then I'm like, oh, Lord, you know, why? Baby, why? <laughs> why? And I hope she didn't do this for fame because that would suck. Like, for real. I don't I don't get the sense that that's what it is. And if she did, so you know, this is the choice that she made. And I'm like, where are her people at? That's all I don't like. I mean, because her, her real core people, and you know, History is, our black history has shown us, like you said, we rally around each other. We definitely uh, always have the ones who are happy for you, the ones who are sad and shaking their heads, the ones who act like they don't know you. So, um, you know, hopefully she won't make it into our history books. But, you know, <laughs> um, people will hopefully will not remember this um, coming up in the, in the near future. <laughs> Plus, it's a big, it's a distraction from other things. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, it's so sad because not not that many people, and keep in mind, I don't feel like every news story should get a lot of time. But one news story that I feel, and it's not because it's kind of close to me, that should have gotten some more uh, notice and people should still be talking about is the, the case of uh, Justin Laster, who was murdered at his job uh, by somebody who was having uh, a mental health breakdown. And a lot of people have, quote, unquote, forgotten about that. And it's like that in itself was something that I felt, not just because, like I said, it's, it's something that's near, uh, close to me, uh, but it sh- that right there should be some questions brought up, like what is this gun reform looking like? Because why was he even allowed to take a gun into his job? Like how did you get a gun into a warehouse? Uh, I think it was a warehouse. Um, yeah, it's like a warehouse setup. But how did you get a gun into a warehouse setup? And then why nobody rallied around this young man, either young man, before this happened, because you hear the story about how they kept saying the young man who shot him uh, was talking to himself, laughing to himself, clearly having some form of mental health issue. Uh, nobody, to my knowledge, said anything. Nobody said anything. They saw, nobody said anything. Supervisor, nobody said anything. You know. And looking at the dude in the pictures, he looked like he was intimidating. Um, because he had lots of tattoos, and he didn't look like he was a small, stature person. So he might have been intimidated, and nobody wanted to report. But I'm like, where is a sense of community when certain things like that happen? Because that still blows my mind. Like, you took a gun into work, 
you said this person gave you bad vibes and you pull out a gun and shoot him at the lunch table and kill him. And it's just like that news story probably stayed on the news for maybe a day, maybe two, and that was it. Somebody else did a YouTube, you know, video who didn't live in the city, but, like, nobody's talking about, like, the mental health crisis we have right here in our backyard. You know, everybody keeps talking about opioids, but nobody cared about when it was cracked. You know, everybody talks about when somebody has a mental health breakdown and they kill themselves on the railroad track. But, you know what I mean, it's just like, to me, a lot of these stories are getting, like, I'm not going to say buried, pushed to the side. And, you know, still politically, we're still struggling. Um, the Congress is up in the air. The economy sucks. You know, people are still out of work. And people still don't have the simplest things that we take for granted. And nobody's really talking about it. But this young lady who has this really glue in her hand, well, she's getting some national traction for a long time, um, longer than she should in my opinion, just because people still talking about it. And certain stories, they don't get talked about. Like, even the mental health for the young man who killed his six family members um, and tried to kill his other family members, like, clearly that young man had a whole mental breakdown. Because for you to even think in your mind, oh, this is okay, I'm going to kill everybody while they're sleeping, including a pregnant person who was, like, eight months pregnant, like, that does not seem like a clear-headed individual, whether he was on drugs, whether he was on uh, whatever, whatever. I, I still hadn't heard what was wrong. I mean, true, could be because he's a minor, but 17 in Indiana is still legally uh, able to disclose information, I think. Isn't it still 17? I think it's still, or 16. It's whatever. I think it's 18. But, um, no, you have a good point. Yeah. No, I know when I was 17, but they couldn't tell my mama, Jack. <laughs> well, state times have changed, let me tell you, but I don't know. I'm going to get off my soapbox, but that stuff kind of here. I think that's why the Gorilla Group Girl kind of makes me mad because there's so much other stuff that could be talked about longer. There's so many other people who could be helped, but not everybody's running to other people rescue. Like, I'm not about to support that foolishness. Like, I'm not going to give you no money because I'm just not. Uh, but, like, Justin's family, because he was taking care of his kids, and, of course, his mom, uh, who now is probably going to be taking over his children, imagine, like, all these families who have gun violence um, and these families are left. These these children are left, um, and there's no income for it. And you don't want your, the kids to go in the system, but because of how jacked up the economy is, now you have three mouths to feed, three people to clothe that you did not budget for, and that your your paycheck may not allow for you to do so. There's not enough, to me, programs that help people in this situation. Or even, like, the person I knew who committed suicide, who had a young child. Um, yes, the father is still around, but to, to not have the income of the person, you know, the mother who committed suicide, not have the income anymore to take care of that child, is that going to now be a detriment to them because now they're left with an 
you know, they don't have the money to do so. You know, it's just all this stuff. It's just like, it's crazy. Like, what gets your attention and what doesn't? And, and history has shown us that when you do not talk about it, when you don't learn about it, when you don't uh, take and be proactive in, in, in fixing things, history repeats itself constantly. So we have to figure out how to stop history from repeating itself because I almost feel like we're getting close to uh, some of the things we fought so hard to get out of. We're getting close. We ain't quite there yet, but we're getting real, we're getting real close to liberties being stripped. And if we're not paying attention, if we're not focusing, we're going to be screwed. Our generations after us are going to be screwed. <clears throat> well, so I see what you're saying. <laughs> um, but I would say I, I think I think it's a both end situation. I think it's a situation where there there is progress that's being made. I think it just it just looks different. So, for example, the conference. So there was a kind of discussion about what activism looks like beyond um, the hashtag. Uh, so, you know, like, we put out all these hashtags and, and all that, but then what do we do when it's no longer trending? Um, and just kind of having that discussion or just kind of what media representation looks like and the, the impact that it has on on people, um, well, people of color. So just I think even things like that, like having those discussions and then putting action behind it. So, I mean, there are several organizations that have been out here doing the work for years and, you know, are we supporting those organizations? Um, you know, are we having these discussions? Are we, you know, a lot of times things change when people's pockets get hit. So, if, mm-hmm. you know, if it's a situation where you feel like an organization is, is you know, taking you for granted and things like that, you don't have to patronize them. Um, so, I mean, I think, I think there are things that are being done. Because even like you said with how you notice more stores are, putting in um, more things for Black History Month. Um, and some of it, I think that there's a financial gain. And I think for some of them, I think it's a matter of, hey, we recognize that we need to do better. Um, I mean, there are some organizations that they've been doing better for a while. Um, and they, again, they've been out here doing the work. So, like, one that comes to mind is Ben and Jerry. I mean, I think most of us know them for their, their ice cream. But then when you go to their page, you know, they they talk the talk, they don't walk the walk. Mm-hmm. Or organizations, like I said, they've been doing it for years, like the NAACP and Urban League and places like that. So I, mean, I think I think there is progress, but I think there's also stagnation. And I think, you know, with all the stuff that we just endured during the pandemic and four years with Trump and all that stuff, I think all that does come into play. But I do think that if nothing else, with 2020 that gave us an opportunity to kind of, while we were sitting in our, uh, our worldwide time out, I think it gave some people a lot of time to think and make changes. So, I mean, I, again, I think I'm curious to see what things look like moving forward. Um, I think the big difference between, you know, our parents, grandparents, was they didn't have social media. Things were getting done out more often than what a parent versus them having to watch on the news, which, of course, is skewed. 
first or read it in the newspaper and depending on the newspaper because they're reading it again, excuse Whereas now, you know, we have videos of this is what's happening and this is our point of view of that nature. Well, on that note, we're going to take another quick commercial break and then we'll be back to wrap up the show. So stay tuned. Attention all artists. JQLM Radio would love to support and put your music into rotation. If you would like your music added to the rotation, send your music in MP3 format to jqlmradio at gmail.com and include your song title, artist name, genre, and indicate whether it is the clean or explicit version. Or visit www.egoentertainmentnet.com forward slash jqlm radio and complete the form. R&B, hip hop, gospel, and pop genres are accepted. Then simply share JQLM radio with your family, friends, and fans so they can tune in and support you too. Remember, JQLM radio supports you as you support us. JQLM radio, real voices, raw entertainment, and relevant topics. Track, ambushed by Pratt's app and Idea on soundcloud.com slash Pratt's app. Music promoted by freestockmusic.com. Okay, so we're back with the last half of the show. I definitely, you know, I could say I definitely enjoy our little high-five moments that we have because it brings out a lot of good stuff. Because, I mean, you know, um, I I saw a meme, uh, what, a couple weeks ago, and it said, um, people are struggling. I, and I'm saying verbatim because I cannot remember exactly how it said it. I don't think I kept it. But it said people are struggling with the sign that says put your mask on uh, or don't enter the store without, the, without a mask. But they forgot that as African-Americans, we've had to endorse signs that said whites only. Um, you know, imagine having that sign in your face constantly every time you walk down the street, every time you try to go get some water, for instance, basically being told, eh, you can't do this. You can't have that. Um, and it's just, you know, of course, I saw a door of black history and I was like, you know, this is so right. <laughs> because it's like people are struggling with this no mask thing, you know, being told can't do this. But at least the mask thing is more of a, a a, a massive thing. It's not directed towards any one person. It's for everybody. Uh, and, you know, when we had to endure that as a culture, being told, you're not good enough to drink from the same fountain as me, even though the water came from the same place, I'm pretty sure um, that it did. I don't think they had any different filters in a water fountain than they did for this one versus that one. But, you know, it takes you back to the same thing we were good enough to raise your children, breastfeed your children, bathe your children, but we couldn't use your bathroom. And, you know, I know, and a lot of people will say the LGBTQ non-binary community, they are enduring that now where they can't go to bathrooms, they can't do uh, certain things. But as a culture, nobody has ever been mistreated as much in the United States as African-Americans, and I don't even know why, you know, because if it wasn't for African-Americans, and, you know, of course, indigenous Americans were here first, but if it wasn't for African-Americans, 90% of this country wouldn't have been built how it is. 
um, even though they stole it. But that's all my stuff, you know. But, you know, I guess I just never quite understood why we were looked at as less than. But we were studied so much. We were em- we're emulated still so much. Um, why people don't give us African Americans as much credit as we're due? Because it's like if you everything that's around you has some kind of uh, African American culture snapped into it, or African culture snapped into it. Why is it that? we are still not able to be recognized as a great people. Yes, people always say, well, there's a lot of people who do crime. Well, people who do crime, they commit crimes against the people that they're near. So Caucasians kill Caucasians, black folks kill black folks, Latinas kill Latinas. It has been the same thing because you're going to, who you're near, who you beef with is normally who you live near. And, because people still segregate themselves and live in certain neighborhoods and don't go certain places, who are you always going to be with? Your neighbor. If your neighbor looks like you, then that's how you can get those statistics. So it's not 100% true when they say, oh, black people kill black people on average more than any other race. Well, that's not true because Caucasians kill each other too. And so do Latinos and uh, Asians, you know, blah, 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 blah. So, I don't know. I just hope that there can be some time where African-Americans are looked at in high regard uh, and looked at as great people and not looked at as less than, because we definitely are not. I agree. I, we're not less than. I will say, though, on my end, I'm, I'm hopeful that um, – I'm hopeful. Um, I think there are a lot of there are a lot of changes that are being made, um, and more or less, like I think in the community, not necessarily, you know, out in some in politics and all that. I mean, there there is a um, a desire to make those shifts, but there's a lot of really a lot of broken systems that will have to be um, revamped. But I think. I appreciate seeing the level of community and people wanting to come together and and work together to make things better. And um, and just their desire just to help each other grow as opposed to like, you know, that crab, crab in the barrel mentality, just kind of, hey, this is what I did. Let me show you how to do it. So again, like we talked about earlier, going to conferences like The Future Is Now, um, that was an opportunity where they talked about economics and, and media and, and all those different topics. Um, and this was a bunch of very powerful people who were doing amazing things in the world. So, you know, being intentional and going to events like that and being intentional to volunteer in your community and, you know, lending your voice and, you know, using your platforms and things like that to speak on things that need to be spoken about. So I'm, I'm hopeful that things will continue to get better. Um, and again, that's that's all kind of relatively speaking on um, what your perspective is, because for some they would say things are still the same. For some they would say they would get better. Again, I think it also depends on the generation that you talk to. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel like um, we're progressing. 
hoping and praying that it gets better because I don't want my grandson or his children or their children to still be talking about the same thing when they get older. You know what I mean? I don't want them to have to worry about being a scary black boy or a man walking down the street and, and be a target. Um, and, you know, don't want to be denied certain care because uh, of the color of skin or be denied certain job opportunities or loans. You know, I'm glad, like, you know, people like the Urban League, Indie Black Chambers, things like that exist because they are given opportunities for every nationality, but they definitely make sure they look out for African-American, which I commend. So I don't know. But I know for us, that's my prayer, that we get enough money to make enough changes that we can make it better for the generations to come. So, And that's why I need everybody to buy this, this book we about to produce so we can start to help more people. Um, <laughs> help more people and help, uh, you know, help more, help more in the community. We, we do. We do anyway. But, you know, do more because there's always so much more we could do as a people. So hopefully we will get your support to do so. Um, so I guess what we got, what, a minute left? So I don't know. Anything else you want to throw in there real quick? Nothing is coming to mind. I think that's a good way to end. <laughs> yeah. So I right, stay tuned, you know, definitely. Let's get to that community mentality. Let's make sure we help each other out. You see somebody who needs your assistance, help them. You know, because when we get back to that helping in that community, I guarantee you things will change. So on that note, this has been the Empowered Hour with Empowered Living East. So <laughs> go to our website, www.empoweredlivinginc.net. Make sure that you become a uh, newsletter subscriber. Follow us on social media. We are Empowered Living Inc. on all social media platforms, including link- LinkedIn. Um, look for our lovely orange and purple logoed uh pictures. So we will talk to y'all soon. Have a wonderful, blessed, prosperous week. And uh, yeah, that's it. I don't know. Yeah. Anything else? <laughs> have, an, have an amazing rest of the week. Ha-ha. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Bye. Bye.